Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Hey, Will, welcome back. Thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Well, I saw you had up on Twitter Disney and this idea you uh, cited an article from Jonathan Turley, The Invisible Hand of the Economy. I thought Disney, in some senses, beat back Ron DeSantis a bit, at least at this point. What's the evidence that Disney it might change their mind about things? Well, I think what uh, Jonathan Turley was pointing to is that in a recent SEC disclosure, the, the annual and quarterly filings that companies like corporations like Disney have to put out, Disney noted as a going concern that they are increasingly detached, it appears, from their consumer base. The movies and the content that they are putting out do not share the values of the general public that they're trying to sell it to. And they're, you know, putting out bomb after bomb at the, at the uh, box office. And it looks like, you know, increasingly their, their intellectual property is not as valuable as it once was because of this disconnect. So it was really a startling admission that their, you know, foray into to going woke ha- has backfired on the company. Do you see any signs of it, though, more public than that? I mean, that was a great dig out by him, and I'm glad you uh, saw that Turley column that they uh, established that. Uh, but is there any directive, is there any change now in what they might do? Do we see a glimmer of that? Yeah, it, do- it does look like they're really trying to scale it back uh, carefully. Um, one of the things they've done, you know, there's a new Snow White, a live action Snow White movie coming out. And some of your listeners have probably saw maybe you as well. The the, the woman that they've got playing Snow White has basically uh, done a horrible job promoting the film. She said that the story of Snow White was outdated, um, that uh, the, the idea that she was going to be saved by a prince is, is gross and outdated. Um, and basically said that the original story and the original ride even at Disney World didn't appeal to her and scared her as a kid. And she made a number of these comments basically attacking the story and, and you're basically admitting that the, the new film is going to be woke. Well, the pushback on that has been so great that they have now bumped the film uh, release uh, another year where it looks like they're going to redo some of the story. There was also a, 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 a screen cap from the film that was leaked that had the quote-unquote seven dwarves that were now a hodgepodge of, of you know, every – race, gender, height, everything you could possibly think of. Instead of having seven dwarves, they basically just made a hodgepodge of, of woke-looking uh, uh, individuals. And that, that was been panned and that has been removed. They admitted they've they actually gotten rid of that, and they've changed it to seven 
uh, CGI, computer graphics uh, dwarf. So, so just in that one movie, I think that there's a recognition that they have have, have uh, ticked off their consumer base. They're in the process of ruining their IP, and if they don't do a significant 180 here shortly, uh, they're going to really ruin some of the most important stories that they have in their portfolios. That is a great insight, too, particularly what you said, how this is buried in there, admission of that. And I put Disney up there as too big to fail. That may not be the case, you know, and it's maddening uh, when that that happens, um, you know, that that, uh, they do it appear for quite a while, too big to fail. If it's Disney, people were still going to go. Yeah, and unfortunately, this gets, kind of gets back to some issues that we've brought up with, as it pertains to large asset managers like BlackRock and Larry Fink, a company that we've run millions of dollars of ads attacking and educating consumers about the dangers that they pose. And the, the reason for that is these large asset managers, they hold so much of, of Disney's shares and the shares of every major corporation in the United States that even when you see a company like Disney uh, failing as, as badly as it has been at the box office, but also as an investment, I mean, it's down 18% over the last wow. five years when most stocks yeah. are, are up, you know, skyrocketing over that period. Even when you have all that, all that pre- what should be market pressure, large woke asset managers like BlackRock are able to basically defend the executives at that company from being fired and replaced with, with other people. Now, obviously, Iger has just replaced, you know, basically replaced his replacement. He came back in and, and gave up. But, but Iger was one of the people that really began this woke Disney era. So I'm, I'm, it's going to take a lot of, of pushing back on him before he's going to fully fully give in. And unfortunately, like I said, these large ESG-pushing asset managers like BlackRock uh, really can help shield these executives, these C-suites, from the, the, the feedback of their consumers and their purchasing decisions that they should be feeling. You know, Disney, Disney probably should have replaced its C-suite a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this has been years of this. We're talking with Will Held, Executive Director of Consumers Research. All right, Will, um, we thought about you as a real good guy. Our listeners, uh, I remember the first time I mentioned it because of a salesperson out here who was really fired up about it. I hadn't, you know, hit it occasionally, the digital dollar, the Biden administration. But the one time that we did it, we were off to the races, and there is still a sense out there. You don't hear it. DeSantis is the reason I was triggered Uh, in Iowa for some reason. You know, with all of his campaign swirling, he drilled down on this and said, if I'm elected day one, there will be no digital dollar. Haven't heard of it in the presidential campaign at all, but it's got trigger mechanism with our listeners. Well, and and rightly so. The central bank digital currency uh, or the proposed central bank digital currency that I believe you're referring to, is probably one of the most Orwellian, terrifying, totalitarian ideas that our government has ever had. It, it, they pitch it as something that sounds innocuous. Hey, you know, people seem to like cryptocurrencies. They seem to like Bitcoin. What if we transitioned our banking system, our central banking system for the government, onto a similar uh, type of technology? But the key difference here is that no single person controls Bitcoin or, or some of and some of these other cryptocurrencies. You you have a uh, it's it's. You can utilize the currency without having to engage in trust with a bank or even a central entity. This is the exact opposite of that. This would be like instead of having your bank account at Wells Fargo or Bank of America or a local regional bank, your bank, your bank account would literally be with the federal government. Well, wow. think of how much information they have and how much control they would have over your lives if that was the case. Think of how many times the government has been done things that you know, later have been ruled unconstitutional 
but have taken years and years and years of litigation for people to finally be vindicated at the Supreme Court or, or even at the Court of Appeals. Is that really the situation we want for the average consumer when they're going about buying things? What if the government decides, you know, hey, we're going to put in, you know, climate change policy and you're only going to be able to buy, you know, not just going to depend on how much money you have in your bank account. We're going to give you a carbon emissions budget. And if you go over that, we'll shut off your bank account. That's the kind of thing that's possible once you have a central bank digital currency and why now, they're so dangerous. Are these uh, more of a consortium of bipartisan uh, masters of the universe or is it the Biden administration? Who are the forces behind it? I think there's definitely uh, forces on both sides of, of the political spectrum that would like this. Um, I think it does lean he- more heavily in the Democratic space. I don't think you'll see a Republican president in the near near term um, institute this. So I, I do think it is a, more of a going concern when there's a Democrat in the White House. But undoubtedly, there are people, you know, big government types on, in both parties who think this is a great idea, despite how you know dangerous it would be, not just for our economy, but for our republic. I mean, think of the amount of punishment you could deal out as a government against dissidents sure. who are criticizing you. Well, Will, uh, I thought the saying has handled it well. I think it's a winning issue. I think it's real. But you have to really be buttoned up, because if not, you know what we're going to hear, conspiracy theorists, uh, crazy, you know, uh, going down the, this thing and just blaming Democrats or liberals for everything. You're, you're 100% right. And it's one of those issues, much like ESG, that you, you really have to be able to articulate well, because if you don't, and like you said, you're not buttoned up, you don't have the details, it sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory. You know, ESG, why are you know, a bunch of at large asset managers pushing all of corporate America in a woke direction? That sounds crazy. But if you actually look at their own websites and their own publications and the public statements that people like their CEO, Larry Fink, has said, they're, they're, they're doing that. Well, look, and my, the same my, thing. my evidence is the, yep. standing ovation when we had you on the last time for the Chinese dictator. Next year, they'll be standing on their chairs giving them an ovation. I mean, it's pretty That's obvious. Right. That's right. That's right. They, they're doing it in the open. Uh, they just make it sound so boring that people don't pay attention. But, but it is the, the net effects of this are, are very serious. Without a doubt. So, Will, where do we find you on Twitter, Executive Director of Consumers Research? Certainly. People can follow me very easily at, at Will Hill on Twitter. That's W-I-L-L-H-I-L-D as in dog. And then people can visit us, our, our organization, at consumersresearch.org. That's consumersresearch.org. Thank you, Will. Thanks very much for popping on today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.